Finally, that day came when she had to establish her own domain, but over his dominion, she had no reign. So one set out in pursuit of a higher fate and joined with two to form the third triumvirate. Journeys of departure branching into the unknown, but on these mics, this triad has found its home. In one accord, three she's offer you their counsel. Raise your frequencies to the Empress High Council. Great day, queens and kings, and welcome to the Empress High Council. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Great day, royal family, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 12, titled Visionary. This is the alchemist coming to you on a frequency of energy to transmute your social, spiritual, and financial currency into abundance. This is the Daryl Taylor Delight coming to you as adaptive leader, community builder, and empath. This is Jazz Aphrodite coming to you on the three universal frequencies of love, music, and numbers. In this episode, we are titling Visionary. Let me take a moment to set the table. Visionary thinking is about or planning the future with imagination or wisdom. Work brilliantly or fail miserably. A visionary stresses impracticality or capability in an otherwise incapable space. Think about it. Have you ever heard of a visionary leader, a visionary project, or maybe you're thinking of your own visionary company? We want to challenge you to be a visionary enthusiast about your future advancements and knowledge. Because, as I have coined before, knowledge is the new currency. This visionary episode will focus on master numbers. All numbers have a unique energy and meaning in numerology, yet some are much more influential than others. And our resident astro-numerologist, Jazz Aphrodite, is going to take us on an insightful journey on master numbers in this episode. At the end of the episode, we will conclude with your stone and herb so now that the table is set, Jazz Aphrodite, bless us. Hello, royal family. Thank you, the alchemist, for that beautiful introduction. Today we are talking about master numbers. I know it's been a while since we've had a numerology session. We've been speaking about current events, and then we jumped right in talking about destiny and luck. But today we want to continue some of that destiny conversation because of Daryl, I was speaking to you on Saturday afternoon, I think it was, and okay. you were saying that some of the community is confused or has some lingering thoughts as to how we came together so seamlessly. I'll let you elaborate on what their thinking is. Sure. A lot of the messages that I would get, I've been getting back recently um, since promoting and being a part of this council, the Empress High Council, to be exact. Um, it's that, you know, you guys, like, we need pictures. Like, you guys are, like, in a studio. It, it sounds so good. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, there was so, like, so many assumptions around us 
like being together in like a studio recording this because of our flow and energy. Mm, well, I will say thank you. I will take that compliment because I do do the editing. So yes, we sound good because I am in my bedroom working hard to make a sound that way. But as destiny has brought us together, we spoke about that in the last episode, nothing is by chance, right? So the three of us came together through divine intervention and the way that we flow is the way that we flow because we are on similar vibrations. And so when I get into this conversation about master numbers, I decided to look at our names to see what the total of our names are. And that number is called the destiny number. The full total of your name, the current name that you're using is your destiny number. And I'm only using the Chaldean alphabet for this one because the Chaldean alphabet seems to be the most accurate. A lot of numerologists will say so because it is the longest standing alphabet that there is ranging back to Babylonian times. And so when we look at the destiny numbers, they're going to start with Tish because Tisha S. Hart is the name that you go by and that equals 29 when I add all the numbers up in your name and 29 resolves to an 11. 11 is a master number. So master numbers, as the alchemist alluded to earlier on in the introduction, is in higher octave of the numbers two, four, six, eight, and then when it goes on into one, three, and five, and I'll explain that later on. But for instance, 11 resolves to a two. 22 resolves to a four. 33 resolves to a six. 44 resolves to an eight. And then you go back into 55 resolves to a one. 66 revolves to a three. 77, five. 88, and so forth. And so we are looking at the master numbers because it is a greater calling to society. When I first learned about master numbers, because I am an 11 life path, meaning that it is my life path and my life's purpose to learn how to be an 11 master number. I was told by my girlfriend, shout out to Maleo Nagesti, that to whom much is given, much is required. And that is true of all of the master numbers because it's such a high vibration that many people choose not to step into its frequency either at an early age because they're not mature enough to handle the vibration, they're not mature enough to handle the responsibility that comes with the master number 11, and some of us are not able to deal with the energy that comes with a master number. And so when you're dealing with the master number, you may feel anxiety, you may have phobias, you may have feelings of self-doubt. And so these are all energies that manifest themselves when you are not capable of handling and dealing with all of the attention that comes to you, all of the energies that you pick up because master numbers are also empaths. And so we are highly attuned to the way people feel, to the energy in the room. When we walk into a room, people automatically feel or sense a different type of energy. And there is a mystic magnetism that comes with master numbers. And so it is a great responsibility and nothing to take lightly because master numbers suffer a great deal in their early childhoods. 
master numbers suffer from trials and tribulations, many obstacles. When you see people who are living the paths of a one through nine, their lives seem to be a lot easier, whereas you have many obstacles, many deaths, a lot of losses, just dealing with things that seem out of the ordinary, constantly climbing an upward battle, an upward hill. And so that pain and suffering and loss is necessary to move the master number person further along their spiritual path so that they can, one, internalize those trials and tribulations, transmute them into unconditional love, and then share those lessons with the world on a larger scale so that we can teach people how to transform themselves. And so all that we learn is to give back to the universe to raise the vibration on earth. Wow. With me? Jazz, that explains so much. I am so glad that we're doing this episode. Let me be quiet so that we can continue. I hope you guys got your notebooks. I hope you guys got your notebooks or your notes yes. book. Because we are about to go into the master numbers. So the responsibility of the master number persons, before I go through the 11 through, I want to go through 99. So let's see how far we get. But you have to live with integrity and honesty. Because you're a master number, you know the difference between right and wrong. And your soul will not allow you to commit wrong. You will constantly have that voice in your head, which is your intuition, because master numbers are highly intuitive and telepathic and psychic. You will constantly hear that clear audience that we spoke about in season one telling you, you know what you did was wrong. You know you have to write that. You know that you're above this. So you have to live with integrity and honesty. You have to raise the collective consciousness of humanity on earth. You have to bridge the spiritual and material worlds together. And if any of you have picked up my book, Knocking from the Inside, you will see that my book uses numerology to show how the spiritual aspects of the numbers dictate the things that happen in our lives. So I strongly recommend you jump on my site to get the book, Knocking from the Inside, jazzaphrodite.com. I got my copy, Jazz, and I've started reading it, and I'm in love with it, and it, it's a page turner, everything that you promised. Thank you, the light. Thank you. Yes, the alchemist read it too, and she said the same thing. So I hope that you finish it soon, because I really want to hear what you think at the end of the story. Well, we can have an episode about it too. Then you have to lead by teaching unconditional love. Many master numbers, especially the 11, have creative energy. So you have to utilize your creative energies you have to utilize your master number energy. Remember, I said that some people don't want to do that. I had a book reading the other day, and a young lady is a master number 11 life path, meaning that she too has to learn what it means to be a master number 11 because many master number 11s have to step into some form of fame and be in the public eye. And she's like, I don't want to have any parts of that. Like, I am very comfortable being right here. Like, I don't want to deal with that at all. Like, I shirk all of those responsibilities. And she was very clear about that. And some people are, and that's fine. She could remain as a two, being very diplomatic and learning how to mediate and cooperate and just be the go-between between people living a very harmonious and loving life. And she can be very happy in that space. But for the vast majority of us, we have a lot of work to do. 
Then we have to promote spirituality and uphold universal laws of love and then ethics. And we have to understand, love, and believe in ourselves. So the reason why I started out with the three of us is because when I did our destiny numbers, I see that each one of us has a master number as a destiny number. So Tish has the 11-2, a Daryl has the 33-6, and I have the 44-8. And so your name is what you are here to teach. And so it is only right that the three empresses, emperor, are here at the round table to teach on a higher vibration because we all have master frequencies in our name. And so I'm going to go through each one of those. And we're starting with the 11. The 11 radiates a silent and introspective magnetism and they attract others. Like I said, as soon as you step into the room, people are drawn to you and they are ruled by a highly developed intuitive and psychic introspection. So they are known as the visionaries or the wounded healers because they have the power to manifest. And that is they can focus on their dreams and actualize it and bring it to fruition. But in order for them to bring it to fruition, they have to remain optimistic. And so master number 11s are what you call the manifestation magicians because they can see something in their brains and they can manifest it just through the vibration of them visualizing it. While they're remaining in this optimistic space, they can bring it to fruition. 11s are also artistic, so they may be actors, painters, writers, singers, but they have to use that creative energy to bring forth the lesson. So all of those trials and tribulations and obstacles that I spoke about must be manifested in some creative way so that the masses can consume and learn from it. We also have on the master number 11 side, people who are inventors and scientists and original thinkers in their field of study. Then master number 11 adapts to any situation that they're put in and they're able to adjust their behavior to suit. And they are also ones who long for love, not only for themselves, but for the world at large. Remember the unconditional love vibration. So when we're dealing with tarot and we look at the master number 11, we're looking at the justice card, which is all about fair play and doing the right thing, both on an earthly plane, the material plane and the spiritual plane, because balance needs to be achieved. And the only way to achieve that balance is through mediation and meditation. So meditation brings forth those powers and harnesses the abilities of the master number 11. So Tish, does that resonate with you at all? I was suffer in childhood obstacles, justice, live with integrity and honesty, intuitive, psychic, raise the consciousness of the earth, I walk in the room. I think you pegged me from in the womb to out of the womb, to being born, to living my life as a child, to moving into my, I'm blown away. I'm quiet. I got, you, you hear me? I'm taking notes, y'all. Kings and queens of the Empress High Council. I am taking notes. So you should be taking notes, even though you can rewind this episode and go back. But I'm taking notes. Jazz, it's everything. Everything. 
Thank and you. I'm so excited to be doing this because I know that you had requested this a while back. And so it's been a while since we've been able to do it, but I'm happy that we are. So people can get a better understanding of why they feel like weirdos. And yes, we are weirdos. Yes. And we need to accept that because my mate is constantly calling me that. And I'm like, I'm not weird. He's like, yes, you are, but you're my weirdo. And I love you. And I have to accept that because we are. And it's fine, okay, to be a weirdo. And it's okay. We all are weirdos. Like, we all are individuals. Like, and we are uniquely individuals for that purpose. Exactly. But you said something that it actually put the pin or the, the pin in, in the head or the nail in the pin, whatever. But a friend of mine who I'm very close with told me that she went and got a reading and I showed up in her reading. And I showed up as pure love in her reading. She said, who is this girl that, you, that you're constantly around, you hang out with? She, you need to stay close to this girl. This girl wants nothing for you but love. And you will get love because that is what she resonates. And that is you. And that is true. Love that. Period. 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 <laughs> Weirdo. The master number 22 is your master builder. So they are the ones that can visualize something and then bring it to fruition by building it. So they have the motivation to take dreams, visions, and words of the 11 and transpose them into objects that one can touch, see, and relate as tangible things. So the 22 works with their intellect, their communication, and building skills. So your 22 is someone who can create homes for the less fortunate, they can also accomplish the expansion of mass awareness through song, the written word, dramatic presentations, films. So an example of a master number 22, actually a big example, is Michael Jackson, right? So Michael, the name Michael is a 22. Jackson is also a 22. And when you add that, you get a 44. But we're just dealing with the Michael as it is right now. So imagine you're in a concert and people are screaming, Michael, Michael. So that vibration of the 22 is being amplified, right? And so every time that you hear his name being called, it's giving more power energetically to that master 22 vibration. And so he was able to transcend so many different worlds, countries, like he was like intergalactic when it came to entertainment, right? There will never be or they probably will be another one, but there won't be one like him. So master number 22s are great in that they can see and build. What is interesting too about the master numbers is that we're focusing on the positive because we only want to bring positive energies in. But of course, in all numbers, there is the positive side of things and the negative side of things. And what was interesting that I discovered recently is that master numbers also, because they have such strong energy and can manifest and have this magnetism and are highly intuitive, the negative side is that many of them can be sociopaths and psychopaths. And so they could use this beautiful energy and this charismatic energy to bring people in for ill purposes and ill reasons, which was so eye-opening to me. And I had that aha moment because when I wrote my book, 
The antagonist, his name is Siete, was born on the 22nd and again has a lot of these attributes as the 22, but also manifests himself as a sociopath. So you have to really be careful about the master numbers and what their intentions are because like any other number, there is a good, a bad, a light, and a dark side. So just wanted to put that out as well so that we are not all becoming like cult-like followers of master numbers, even though their intentions may not be for the greater good of society. Now we're gonna jump into the master number 33, which is the master teacher or the leader. And this is a Daryl's number. And so a Daryl Taylor equals 33, six. And positive 33 is completely concerned with activities that connect in some way to love, right? Because 33 equals six. Six is the number that is ruled by the planet Venus. And it is the highest level of the love vibration which joins the spiritualist, the monk, and the priest. It is one who serves many. It is the teachers of teachers. And so if you know the light, he is always speaking about community and bringing community and finding your community and really loving up on your community. And he is definitely in the vibration of his name because the 33 leader has to make the required sacrifices of the traditional home and family because the people, or as he says it, the community are his focus, is his love. They are his family and they are his world. So Adele, you wanna speak about your 33 vibration? About my community, sure. <laughs> um, yes, like I, it was everything. And I also listened to the 11 and the 22 and I felt like I identified with them equally as much as you were reading my 33. And I think there's a secret to why that is also, right? The secret to the 33? Yeah, why I was having vibrations with the high vibrations with the 11 and the 22 as well. What's the secret? Um, 11 plus 22 equals 33. Yeah, but that's not a secret. It's not? No. Oh, I thought it was. Why would you use the word secret? Because I didn't know that. And it, it was, it was, it was eye-opening to me. And so, not that it was a secret, because I just spilled it if it was. But that was the poor choice of words, I guess. It, it was... It was something that I learned in speaking with you. Yes. So that was your aha moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and as you just spelled them out individually, it further resonated deeply. Absolutely. Yeah. So not a secret, but um, my aha moment. Yeah, aha moment. Yes, they say 33 is the most evolved of the 11 and 22, because as you mentioned, the 11 and 22 equals 33. So 33 seems to have had many lives but there's still some misunderstandings with that because I've read and I've studied that oftentimes life path numbers don't come in sequential order and so I would want to say or want to believe that you had manifested in an 11 and 22 in some other lives but we would have to go and do like a past life transgression to really understand if that is the case. But for now, let's just pretend as if you have. Yes. And 
love, love, love and community is what I bleed and, and, and stand on. And it fills my, my spirit, as you called it. So yes, this is all of me. Absolutely. Which makes sense because when we had the episode where you were talking to the alchemist about the money and you were saying that you weren't concerned with worldly things because your focus was the community and the money will find you or you will always be taken care of and provided for without really focusing on the material realm. That is the mindset of a 33-6. And so your goal is to deliver your gifts to humanity. And so that's why you would always shun the material side of things, even though, as we discovered, learning how to manage money is your life's path. And I'm on it with you. <laughs> so, Adaro, you are a teacher of teachers, like the monk, the spiritualist. Well, that makes a lot of sense from when I first met you in our first episode, as well as the last episode when that Jazz just mentioned. Um, you're a teacher of teachers, man. That's it. And a good teacher learns and is willing to to learn. And I love learning. And so that's... Absolutely. Yeah. Good teachers are great students. Yes. What's interesting is that the World Wide Web, the WWW, that is a 33 vibration as well. Interesting, huh? So we have all this information on the internet and it has a 30 <laughs> vibration. And we see the positive and the negatives of this World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. And let's align higher with that vibration, syndication, let's speak all these things, manifestation, anything, our community is going to flourish because of that alignment and vibration. And as I was saying that, it was 33 seconds in taping. So it is meant to be. Absolutely. Ashe. Ashe. Now the master number 44, is what we call the master healer. And the master healer is your therapist. It is the one who ideally rights all the wrongs within the human race or the spirit body of mankind. And this energy would have the ability to affect the mental and psychological states of massive amounts of people. So this master healer could heal people using words, medicine, actions, song, however they choose to do it, but the healing is definitely the vibration of a master number 44. And I, Jackie Levine, on the Caldane is 44.8. And so I know I definitely am taking on the master healing vibration with words. Words either through the book that I'm going to write, because I have more coming, and definitely through song. And so I was talking to a Daryl Saturday, and I was saying that One of the things that I'm happy about when I learned how to sing properly is that with the resonation, I'm able to get to the pure sound of the notes. So individual notes sound like this pure sound when I sing it. So I can emulate the sound of a trumpet or a horn, and you can hear the overtones of that note. And so oftentimes when I'm playing with musicians, they'll be like, wow, you have such a pure sound. And so that is one thing that I definitely know can heal people because that's the thing that they speak of most when they hear my voice for the first time. So very grateful for the 44 vibration and I will not abuse that. And how can they follow or hear you potentially hit that pure sounding 
That is a great question. Glad you got through. I'm glad you got to it first because you know I was going there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the flow that they talk about. (laughs) Canyon up on Jackie. So I have to start posting more things on my Instagram page. The issue is, and Daryl's like, well, you don't need a piano player. I do, I would really like to have my piano player resurface so we can do some things on over the internet and I could post it. But I will be doing more jam sessions. In fact, I was walking down the street on Nostrand Avenue, I think it was Monday, and I was looking to see if the clubs are doing the open mics because they were doing the open mics a little before, right before COVID. So I wanted to see if they started to open back up to do those. But yeah, I'll be out and about more. So I'll definitely post, film and post on my Instagram. So just follow me at Jazz Aphrodite on IG. And that sound effect goes there. However, I do have something I want to say about that, Jazzy. I did not know that about your 44 master number. And I've been calling you the wordsmith all along, number one. And number two, a lot of folks don't know that there's sounds. And being that you're able to, you you actually reach the heights of pure sound, that makes sense as a master healer. I don't know if it makes sense to you guys out there sitting at the round table with us, our queens and kings at the round table. I don't know if it makes sense to you, but keep listening. It's all going to make sense. We're here to give you the keys that you need to be able to move your head and shoulders above where you are. But there is something about sound therapy that vibrates and heal people. Like a lot of people don't even know. Most people, some people have cats. They say that when cats purr, it's good to have your cat purring on you or, or, or something on your body because that purr, that sound, that vibration can heal or prevent, uh, I believe it's osteoporosis or something like that. So. Master healer, sound, I got it. Jazz, your piano player better show up. I agree. Quickly, so that we can get our pure sound going on to get our vibrations harmonious. Tish, I heard her say that she was the piano in her voice, but I can't wait to hear it. I'm just saying, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Heal and me, if- Jackie. I'm on the edge of my seat with an anxiety. Heal me. <laughs> He's like, I need my sound therapy. (laughs) Word up. Me too. And Royal Family, if there's a pianist out there who's a jazz pianist and can do free improvisation and prepared piano, holla at your girl. Just in the meantime, we could do some stuff. And where they holla at you at? They can get me at Jazz Aphrodite and IG and Twitter. And it's coming. Boom. So, master number 55 and this is a great one. It's still Michael Jackson because Michael is 22. Joseph is his middle name. And Joseph is 29, which resolves to an 11. And Jackson is a 22, which is 55. Interesting that they gave him such a powerful name. That's the genius. So master number 55 is the genius. And it is the perfect blend of fair judgment and authority where justice and genius meet. Though it is the energy that rides along the crest of changes and fame, but it is also balanced by the neutral number double five, which suggests a world of ideas and intellect 
that are transformed into their most positive and beneficial for mankind. Master number 66 is what they call crazy love. And that is the fertile energy where the master of crazy love unites with all aspects of creation into one pure energy. So whether it be a pregnant woman or trees heavy with fruit or growth and greenery, anything that is very robust and prolific and fertile is the master number 66 with the fertile love energy. And master number 77 is the cosmic consciousness. And these higher master numbers from like 66 on are very rare. And so to find them in a name is rare. And I won't say it's impossible, but it's very rare. So when we see one above the 55 energy, it's definitely somebody who is here for a divine purpose. The cosmic consciousness is 77. And that's the perfect union of logic and the metaphysical truths. And it's the realm of spirituality. It results in the complete balance in the brain and consciousness. So it's what some would call the divine consciousness. It is pure and clean thought and pure and clean manifestation of those thoughts. So I think that is the highest vibration of spirituality where you are on a level of just pure, positive, clean, unadulterated energy. It's completely uncorrupt. Like you just came directly from the heavens and landed on the material plane. And then master number 88 is all about the success. So it is the absolutely unpolluted blend of true humility and raw power. In fact, when you see the 88 repeated, that's the universe telling you that your rewards are coming through and you're getting the abundance of wealth that you are due. So master number 88 is the success number. And then lastly, the master number 99 is fulfillment. And so that carries the energy, the knowledge that we can only access once we leave the earth plane. So once we have left this material earth plane, we can manifest fulfillment. It only comes when one leaves or is about to leave this plane of existence. So leaving the third dimension on your way to the fifth dimension where spiritual beings can just illuminate. That's where I want to be in my next life, the fifth dimension. Well, I got lost in 77. With the, con the consciousness? Yeah, I was just in, literally, I envisioned heaven as you were describing it, and I felt I was Grace herself. So you feel as though you're vibrating on the 77 vibration? No, just when you were reading it, it was, <clears throat> as you were reading it, I, I just, I envisioned heaven and, yeah. and purity. I, I felt it. Um, so yes, it, it, it was it was feeding me everything as you were reading it. If we're going to go there, I honestly was stuck in 99. Fulfillment. Oh, with the fulfillment, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Access once left the earth plane, pure light. I kind of, you know, I kind of felt like that when I got my Moldavite. It took me back to my Moldavite dreams. <laughs> that is so true. I thought about my mother and, and the transition of fulfillment as she passed. Um, that was also a vision for me, too. It resonated as well. And it's... What I like about 99 is that it takes away the fear of dying, right? Because many people have this fear of dying, like I don't want to die. 
I've accepted death because I know that beyond this realm, there's something much greater. And I look forward to that because being on earth is so heavy. It is so hard. It is so dense. It is so taxing. So to be in that cosmic consciousness, if you will, Daryl, and then being able to fulfill it because you're leaving this plane and going into a higher realm, I think that is magical. I think people who are on the edge of death, they have this sense of clarity and you can see it in their eyes when they're like, all right, I'm at peace. Mm -hmm. I've done everything that I came to do and I know I have fulfilled my purpose and I'm moving on to my journey, whether it be to reincarnate into another being or to come back as an angel guide to make sure that my ancestors who are still on earth are provided and protected. Like that sense of clarity and knowing and just having that Mm, just having that spiritual awareness, mm -hmm. I think it's so powerful. And it, it was, and just as you described it almost, like it was declarative. It obviously was a, a growth point. I, I'm happy to, to, as you say, understand it and feel it now, to, in a sense. Um, that's a part of the freedom, if you will, and, and maintaining it. Um, but for to capture that in my mother, and, and when she was able to declare it and that fear was no longer, it was amazing. And she was ready. And was it anything gonna come in her way at that moment? So wow. you saw her transition? Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. Hospice is an amazing place. And it also taught me something in a different, something different. Um, I learned through adaptive leadership that people aren't afraid of change, they're afraid of the loss that's associated with change. And um, then it was described as how we hospice the loss. And that resonated in my leadership program like nothing else because of the hospice experience and the loss of my mother and how phenomenal and seamless that was. It was, it was literally grace and so that was an aha moment for me in understanding that. Wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. Yeah. The royal family, I suggest when we are looking to name our children, remember I said last season, we want to stay away from those spiritually deficient names. We have to start bringing back in some of this master number energy. So think of names or just... Get up with me, jazzaphrodite.com, to look at names if you are interested or planning to have children for names that have the 22, 33, 11s, 44 vibrations, and so on. So definitely start bringing in some more master number energy because this world's vibration needs to be lifted higher and higher. We need all the help that we can get at this round table. Amen. Absolutely. Ashe. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about, or I want to ask a little question, Jazz, in regards to, I looked at all of our master numbers, right? The 11, mine is 11-2, Adaro's is 33-6, yours is the 44-8. I put them all together and it came up with a 7. Could you give us a little bit of information about the vibration of a 7, which would also aid our listeners out there at the round table on how we are so harmonious. Mm. So you reduce the numbers. So the six, two, eight, and eight, 16, seven. Okay. 
So the seven vibration is the spirituality. So sevens and nines are very spiritual numbers when you're dealing with numerology, but the seven is the number of the mystic. And so sevens are always looking for things hidden. They are masters of the occult. And the occult is not a bad word. It just means things that are hidden. And so the seven is always looking for the truth. The seven is always looking into the deeper meaning of life, the deeper meanings of one's purpose, the deeper meanings of natural or spiritual phenomenon. So the seven may manifest as a monk, a spiritualist, a numerologist, an astrologer, a priest, a scientist, somebody who's an analyst. They are always looking to get into the deeper meanings of things. The seven also can manifest as someone who is a gossiper or someone who brings news to the masses about other people's lives, things that people wish to keep hidden. And so it can manifest in several different ways, but on this highest vibration, the seven is one who is very spiritually grounded. And so they are often loners because they don't want to be around people because one, they pick up a lot of energy, but two, they're always analyzing people. And so people may feel as though they are aloof, but they are really observing from a distance to see which energies they're taking in. They're observing to see if this is an energy that they want around. They're observing to see the truth behind things. Sevens are also people who will bring things to light. They have a strange magnetism to them. So people will see a seven and because a seven has that mysterious air about them, people would gravitate towards them because they want to understand what is really going on with this seven? And so seven is a very powerful number. It is a very spiritual number. Examples of people whose name is a seven is Nas, Wendy Williams, who else can I read? Jay-Z, his full birth name is a seven. So my name on the Pythagorean side is a 70, which is just a higher vibration of the number seven. And so sevens are always very, very spiritual. They're always deep into the occult, very, very deep into the occult and tarot. So many sevens will know the meanings of the numbers and what, as far as tarot is concerned and the esoteric meanings of numbers. So there's no secret that these stars will talk about arcane things in their raps because they've been studying this all of their lives. I was speaking to Daryl because he is a born on the 7th of the month, next month, and 7s are also writers. And so if you are a 7, you would need to channel a lot of your esoteric learnings and leanings into some form of writing, whether it be poetry, because 7s are great poets, but they are naturally gifted writers as well. 7s are also magicians. And so if you want to deal with magic, is dealing with the number seven. So seven is a very, very powerful energy that deals with the universal frequencies of love and also with ethics, right and wrong. If you're living in a home that equals the number seven, you're living in a space that is very quiet, very serene. A lot of spiritual things will happen. So you might see spirits moving around at night or you'll see balls of light flying through if you have one of those cameras that record movement at night, you may hear things moving in the dark, or you may see visions, have very clairvoyant visions and dreams and such. Seven is also giving you the ability to 
fine tune a craft. So if you're in a cycle of a seven, like a seven personal year or a seven pinnacle cycle, this is your time to really get involved in a craft, whether it be art, singing, acting, because seven allows you to channel different realms, the spiritual realm, the material realm, and go in between both so that you can channel those energies, channel those spirits, and bring them into material existence. So seven is also a very, very powerful number to whom much is given, much is required. And it is a number that drains the life out of you if you take it seriously. Many people, again, shirk the responsibilities of a seven, but it is a step, it's an energy that is so powerful that you really have to know how to manage it. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, queens and kings, kings and queens, how a Daryl, the light, jazz Aphrodite, and the alchemists have come together in the Empress High Council, hold this court, sit at the round table with you guys as our equal, and we flow so seamlessly. I was just saying that um, it is work um, as a seven, and I am learning, and to whom much is given, much is expected. <laughs> and it is an it, exhausting experience it can be being a seven um and you hit the nail on the head jackie and sheds a lot of light on me as a fiber or agency and 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 how i operate um things that may have seemed weird or off-putting to other people now make sense to me how I do things, why I do things, and what I do. Yeah, it's interesting because as I learn more about the numerology, and there's so much to learn with the numbers, I have more compassion for people because I understand why they do what they do. And so I'm not quick to judge anyone because there's a reason why they react or act or respond in certain ways. And I am thankful that we are flowing on a vibration of a seven, one, and that we all are masters of our court. And we come together and hold this court with everyone at the table equally as Tish said. It's a great feeling. Mm, absolutely. And as Tish, the alchemist did earlier, she reduced them as she reduced it to the seven. But if you add the master numbers up, we're at an 88. So this is a successful round table, royal family. We are the master number eight. Where's that drum? Where's that drum? Ding, ding. 88, y'all. 88, y'all. And if you didn't take notes, that is success. True humility and raw power. So we got some stones and stuff to talk about. The yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You know, Jazz, I just love when you do the numerology episodes. I get so lost in them because, you know, I've been in that numerology space for so many years now. But, so. mm -hmm. but you are the wordsmith, so you just know how to bring it out. Like, I can work it out in my head. I'm intuitive, you know where I can work it out in my head with, with the formal training that I had received from uh, power coach Martin a uh, hundred years ago. God bless him. I don't know if he alive or dead, but you know, he was, uh, he was definitely uh, something. 
Mm-hmm. But our stone for the visionary episode is soda light. Soda light stimulates the mind and consciousness to create enhanced intuition, creativity, and powers of analysis and observation. It can enhance the ability to be an objective witness of your own internal processes, therefore assisting in meditation and inner journeying. Sodalite can be a guide in looking deeply inside to discover where you are on your life's path and where you need to go. You use Sodalite for clarity and focus, creativity and inspiration, intuition, psychic abilities, meditation, visioning, and wisdom. Sounds like the most appropriate stone for the episode, right guys? Absolutely. And it's good for teachers and students. So we just talked, and writers. So um, yeah, this is definitely our stone. It is. If you want to get that book going and you need to focus and sit down and write, put some soda light on your hand. Or if you just want to read all the books that Jackie write. (laughs) 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 I'm going to leave you alone, Jackie. I will take that one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do, Jackie. For the next five people who buy your book and mention the Empress High Council, we'll send them a small piece of soda light. That's right. A small piece of soda light. And thanks to the light, I have revamped my website and my numerology services. So small piece of soda light. And you can get the Labradorite zoom reading special okay so the first five people to get the book labradorite reading special and a piece of soda light i gotta rebuy the book (laughs) (laughs) already bought three i'm gonna buy another one (laughs) because the funny thing you said about the labradorite you know the last time we were at tansy tanks i fell in i fell in love with the labradorite so Mm -hmm. i go to sleep with my bracelet on i have it on right now i am in love with it I have on my Labradorite, too. Yeah, I haven't been wearing mine recently, but I think I need to start back. Yeah, so remember, I was digging in that digging in that bowl, that plastic bowl with all the <laughs> 500 bracelets that she have on there. And as I was digging in there, it's like this one just jumped into my hand and clutched around my fingers. And I pulled my hand out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so beautiful. What is this? <laughs> I mean, it actually, like, like it was like a soft kiss love bite and it just jumped on the, the cuff of my fingers. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna get me in, I gotta get my Labradorite reading. Um, I gotta get on the schedule. Can I just say that like, Jackie, you since you man, told me about, or, or I understand myself better through my numbers now, through our discussion, um, I wrote two haikus today. So, um, and it really felt good to write. Um, so know the best is yet to come. Maybe a haiku book. I am glad to be of service. So Tish, tell us about this Eyebright. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys about the herb Eyebright. So I have Eyebright in my herb pantry. Eyebright is an herb that expands your inspiration and intuition, guiding you into new ideas with greater confidence. Eyebright, the gender of Eyebright, the herb is masculine. The element is air and fire. 
the planet is Sun and Mercury and the zodiac is Leo. You can use iBright in a number of ways. I just want you guys to make sure that you are not allergic to it. So I ask that you Google iBright, E as in Edward, Y, E, B as in boy, R, I, G as in George, H, T. It's spelled just the way it sounds. Eyebright expands your um, your inspiration and intuition, guiding you into new ideas with greater confidence. That goes along with the visionary episode. And so the Yeah, I would tell you guys where to get it, but you know, um, that particular company (laughs) does not, we're not sponsoring any folks, any individual companies and stores and brands and people yet, you know, so we're still there. Until they sponsor us. Exactly, until they sponsor us. And we are taking sponsors, to be clear. So if you're hearing us and you want to magnify vibration. Okay, so um, another thing that we talked about guys that are that's coming soon not right now but it's coming soon we are looking to increase our subscribers so we're going to do a raffle coming soon we'll let you guys know all the details about the raffle we're going to pick five winners based on increasing our subscribership by at least 1,000 people within a specific period of time and those subscribers will win a session with our astronumerologist They will win a counseling session with the light and they will also win. So you're going to get like all three. We're going to have all three services and a financial uh, needs analysis with myself. So guys, we're going to stay tuned. Start, you know, putting this, you know what? We're going to start this. We're going to start asking for subscribers now. So start subscribing now. You can subscribe on, um, Uh, Start subscribing now. So whatever platform you're using to listen to us, you can just start subscribing to that platform. We'll we'll get the information, okay? But we just want you to know that it's coming. We'll give you guys some some additional details about it because it's still in the works. We're still planning it. So we're going to throw that vision out there too. (laughs) Yes, but just know the best is yet to come. So we're going to conclude this episode. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. You can follow us at Try Empress on IG and Twitter, or you can just Google us. We are everywhere. We're going to leave you with our one final thought. You, you can't, can't change, change what, what you, you are, are not willing, willing to confront. confront.